hardship, no more struggle, no more challenges, no more battle. Because there comes a time where you need to rest from your battle. And God said, after today, you shall rest from your battle. The battle of your marriage, the battle of your business, the battle of your finances, the battle of your sickness, the battle of your shame, the battle of your disgrace, the battle of your setback, the battle of the pains you don't want to forget. God said, you will rest from your battle. And now, today's message with God's servant, Reverend Ismaila Audu, head pastor, ICTC Yawa Temple, East Lagon. So if my body feeling is giving me pain, and my spirit says, I am renewed, let the weak say, I am strong, and I buy into that, it should have automatic oversight and control over my weakness, and then I need to walk in strength. So my life, your life, my belief, your belief, it's solid and founded in our relationship with Jesus. And that is what gives us identity to be called children of God. Does it make sense now? Fine. So the Galatians were being told to live by works. Now that they have living a new nature, like you and I are living a new nature in Christ, now you are told to work by works. Ultimately placing the power in themselves. Which means that it is what I do. That is what will make me saved. So if I kill a goat. I kill a fowl. I do a midnight bath. Like most of you. Um, a member sent me a message. said, Pastor there is something going on on Facebook. That I am nearly going to cut into it. Permit me to use it as an illustration. Because I know most of you have become victims of some of those things. He said. They, they, they said there are leaves. That uh, you have to use to bath at a midnight hour and recite some things. And when you, you bath with it, um, people are coming with testimonies. You see, our Christian work is not about testimonies. It's not about miracles. You know why I say it's not about miracles? Salvation is the greatest testimony. Once I was a sinner. But now I'm saved by grace. Once they knew me as an arm robber, now I am an evangelist. Once they knew me as a drunkard, now I am a different being. That is enough testimony. Miracles are not for me to run after. When you serve any good meal, it has to have three courses. It has a dessert. Is that not it? It has the starter and has the main dish. So in salvation, when we receive Christ, which is the main thing, and we get saved, the ice cream, which is the dessert, and the main food, which one is important? But a lot of us are going for the dessert and leaving the main food. So we are growing lean. Because when you feed more on chocolate, ice cream, toffee, and you are not eating. You know it. Women, you will develop candy, candidiasis. Is that not it? And your teeth. Every time you have to see the dentist. You are not strong. You are weak. But when you, you take good balanced diet and you add dessert to it, it aids digestion. Does it make sense? 
And in salvation, salvation is a real food. So God gives you the food, you eat, the starter is whetting your appetite. So he whets your appetite with the salvation gospel. And when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Pastor, you are now seated at the main table to eat the main dish. Now when he finished the main dish, then he opens the dessert for you. And the dessert is the miracles that will follow you. Because those ones, you don't need to struggle for it. It becomes a top up. So he says that, and these signs shall follow them that believe. Mark 16. But why is it now that we are rather following the sign instead of following the main dish? That is why a lot of believers we have become kashoko. We are malnourished. We are stretched, but we are sick because we have become knee jerk. We are only following dessert instead of following main food. So we don't have depth. We don't have substance. We cannot stand this. Every little wind blows us away. And we become gossips. And we become fragile. And we become whatever it is. And when we are faced with storms, we don't even know how to deal with this. And, and our life is in a mess. Because why? We are eating. We are only chocolate eating believers. And no real balanced diet eating believers. So Paul, he says, works. We are looking for works. Works. So, why won't people go and look for juju? Or look for theatric means to, to extort in the kingdom? I don't, I don't see you well. Can so tell me, tell me what we, we have developed eating ears. Children that like toffee, what their lifestyle and children that eat good food. Check them and you will know. So they always say, and when he went to that church, did he stretch his hand and people were falling? So no, I didn't say, oh, then there's no power there. There's no power there. There's no power there. He came to the pastor. Pastor, this is my troubles. This he said, it is well. The Lord will take care of it. He said, I, I expected the pastor to pour oil on me. Anoint me. Give me some psalms to go and read. Get up at the midnight hour and do some exercise. So you see Christians doing exercise. When I carry the chair, carry the cement, carry the blocks, then there is an anointing. Works. Works. Our salvation it's not by works. It's by grace. We have been saved by grace. Lest anyone should boast. It's grace. Freely we receive. Freely we give. It's by grace. Not by works. So they were taking you everywhere. You are a child. You can't talk. <laughs> How you there with me? You have to roll from here. Roll to that place. Roll from here. And roll to that place. And sometimes in deliverance they need cane. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You the demon. <laughs> After they have whipped you and you are gone. Next time if you want to come, you come again. It's not that we cast the demons like a joke. They'll whip you proper. Hello? Works. 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 The guy were being told to live by works. Ultimately placing the power in themselves. That when I do it, that is where it will be. The gospel tells us that Jesus accomplished the necessary work. Jesus paid the price. And it is true, Jesus, that a Christian has freedom. He has what? Freedom. Freedom. And power to live as he or she ought to. 
The Christian is justified by faith in Jesus. Which you can find in Galatians 3, 10 to 14. And in Romans 4, 3. Romans 4, 3 says, For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Abraham in the Old Testament, which was not under the special of could project himself by believing in God and he was accounted to him. So why are you under grace? You don't believe in God and you are doubting. And he says that, progressively was made holy by faith in Jesus. Galatians 2.20, which I just read. Titus 2.11-15. And glorified because of faith in Jesus. Romans 8.1. He said, all praise, honor, and glory are given to Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world. 1 John chapter 2, verse 1 and 2. Can you give me 1 John chapter 2, verse 1 and 2? Let me read. He said, my little children, because Jesus said, unless we are converted and become like children, we cannot enter into the kingdom of God. A child is innocent. And a child trusts with everything. Or is everything. And it's the only way you can be able to accomplish the finished work of Christ in the kingdom. When you become critical, a lot of us miss God because we are too critical. Too critical. My literature, these things are right to you. So that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, if anyone, that means per adventure, per adventure, if anyone sins, remember I said we are in a normal world. If anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. How many of you know, how many of you know, that even by looking, you sin? And how many of you know, that even by eating, you sin? You eat until you can no more breathe. Hello? It's gluten, you have sinned. Even carrying leftovers. You, you have plenty. You get rotten. You carry it and throw away. By the law of nature and by, by the law. You have sinned. So sin is every time around us. It's not because you step with somebody or drunk or you drink. No, 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 no. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. So our justification is by Jesus. That is why every day, by the time you sleep, you pray. And say, God, cleanse me from all known and unknown sins because I am progressively walking through it and then when I wake up you wake up in the morning that's why you need your quiet time you thank God and say thank you for watching over me and making me whole again to face my world because you might not know what you did or say because your own words your own deeds and everything can bring you sin that is why you consistently have to rely on God for a constant page to be able to stay pure before him am I making sense? So, Vincent, can you help me quickly? Let me show you something. The three levels I just started sharing with you. So, I'll first show you the state of our position before we came to Christ. And I'll show you what it means to advance from there. Can you bring it down here? Give me 2 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 17. I think by now, I've established to you that we died with Christ, we're buried with Christ, we're resurrected with Christ, and we are a new creation. Is that it? Do we all accept it? The life that we live now, we live not unto us, but we live for Jesus. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. If anyone be in Christ. So if you are not in Christ, in Him, the old things have not passed away. 
But when you are in him, that is a conditional statement. Then all old things have done what? Passed away. And what are the old things? The weaknesses, the things we do that we don't like and everything. Now let's look at something. This is a small baby shit. When you and I was brought on earth, when we were born, the mindset of God for our spirits, for our life, is to be with us thing. And that is the mindset God had for creating Adam and Eve in the garden. So they were pure. And because of this state, they could have fellowship with God. Because God cannot look up to sin. He only looks up to righteousness. That's why Jesus had to come and died for us. So by this state, God naturally, automatically gravitated towards man for fellowship. When man began to walk through the dispensation of his life on earth, things begin to rub over in his life. We call it the curse of the world. You read about the parable of the sower. The seed that fell on the thorny ground, the curse of the world. Because of issues, because of things, man began to pick certain characters and attitudes. Are you understand what I'm saying? Because of the things he rubs over with. Every time man has an encounter, with certain things it stains its nature and that is what becomes the sin we are talking about sin simply means falling short of God's standard and remember I established you first God's standard his standard is the state of purity so if you have not attained that state of purity you have not in his standard do you get it now but because we are on earth and we are fragile and we have challenges you definitely get stained through the things you face. So you, you are being stained as you go along. You are being stained with different kinds. That's why I'm using different colors. You are being stained with different things. It's not the same thing. You are stained with bitterness. You are stained with anger. You are stained with unforgiveness. You are stained with immorality. You are stained with sexual perversiveness. You are stained with stealing some lies, some whatever. Give me Galatians chapter 5 about the works of the flesh. So, the works of the flesh are staining on every part of your life. You are being stained from every angle. Every angle, you are being stained. Things are eating. You are being stained. You are being stained. Your life is being stained. You don't know what you are going through. Everything around you is being stained. So, your color, you are messed up. You are messed up and you are walking. Now, people see you and they cannot differentiate who you are. Your personality is messed up. Yet, your personality was supposed to be pure white. Are you there with me? But your personality now is messed up. It's messed up with alcohol. Now the works of the flesh are evident. Which are adultery. You are messed up with adultery. You are messed up with fornication. You are messed up with uncleanness. You are messed up with lewdness. You are messed up with adultery. Okay, you went to some babala here. You did whatever. You are messed up. You know why? Because of the things you were facing in the world. You have no understanding of your life. You are messed up with contentions. You are messed up with jealousies. Because you feel you are being late and others are going ahead of you. Why should they leave you? Something should have happened. So you are envious of somebody's car, envious of somebody's husband, envious of somebody's this. Jealousies, outbursts of wrath. You can't control your anger because, hey, you want to prove to people that you too, you are somebody. And so you have to fight to show who you are. Do you know who I am? Selfish ambitions. Your ambition, 
actualization. You have lifted your mind. I also want one day to be, I don't care who I stepped on and I press down or I fight or I kill so that I can get what I am looking for. I am so possessed of what I am looking for that I don't care to destroy anybody to get it. Rough. Selfish ambition. Decessions. Heresies. I peddle rumors. Envy. Murders. I'm killing. Drunkenness. I got drunk. Rivalries. Fighting. Creating confusion. Clashing people's heads. And the likes of which I tell you beforehand. Just as I also told you in the past. That those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. So when I am in this state. I can't inherit the kingdom of God. Because God cannot look on me in this state. So it was in this state. Like Paul said. The good that I want to do, I'm not able to do. But it's the sin that lives in me that makes me do. So now this becomes my nature. And it pops up involuntarily in my life. So every kind of demons, every kind of attitude have access to my life now. So sometimes I do it without conscience. And I enjoy hating people. I enjoy fornicating. I enjoy drinking. I enjoy lying. I enjoy cheating. I enjoy becoming crook. Because that is the, what the word is. I enjoy breaking promises. I understand why. I enjoy it and I don't feel bad about it. Because why should I feel bad about it? This is now my nature. So I am in my falling state. And he who is down fears fall no more. So Jesus came crying. Looking for me. Repent. For the kingdom of God is at hand. John 3.16 For God so loved the world. That he gave his only begotten son. For whosoever believes in God. Shall not perish but have everlasting life. So. When I receive Christ. I receive Christ in this state. Just as I am. So I came to Christ. In my messed state. Not in my perfect state. My messed state. Which came through works. I messed myself up. Through works. And so I went to him in my mess state. Works could not help me. And in my mess state by works, the law was against me. I am at the mercy of the law. The law is the one that is controlling my life. So I cannot escape from the law. I am a born servant of the law. I am a slave of the law. And I am slave to sin. Am I making sense? So I went to him as wretched as I am. With all my confusion and my pain. And then I said, save me. I believe that you can deliver me from this wretchedness. And then he came to me. And took this off me. He took it off me. And when he took it off me. By his blood. Which is shed on the cross. I thought as if our sin. It's as red as scarlet. It shall be made white as snow. How does it be? By the blood of Jesus, every sin was cleansed. So now he took me and put me in him. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things. All things have passed away. What are the old things? The works I read in Galatians, which all of us can testify to. All the works, 
all the challenges, all the problems, all the weakness, all the wretchedness, I could not carry them again. I could not handle them again. I am under the weight of sin. I am breaking. Anywhere I enter, people say I am a disaster. I am creating confusion in marriages, confusion at the workplace. My whole life is in a mess. Now, in that mess state, in that bad state, when I went to him, his blood was washing me. Now, when he washed me by salvation, let me show you something here. In my position in him, by receiving him as my Lord, where I talk about positional salvation, when I receive him instantly as my Lord and personal Savior, I stood in him with all my debt. Positionally. With all my what? My debt. Then, progressively, he started to wash me. So if you pour this water out, after you have done it, you see, it has reduced the, the, the stain. So you pour this out, and then imagine it. You get another detergent, you put it in, you soak it overnight, or something of that sort. You wash it again, it cleans to another point. So progressively, it's working on my salvation. So instantaneously, instantaneously in my wretched state when he dipped me in him and pulled me out I was not clean as white no 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 there was still something in me it faded away but it was something is there so the tendency for me to go back to it is there that desire has not completely left me so for me to overcome, I need to avail myself every day for a continuous wash. And so what washes me continuously is the word of God. So every day I am dipped in Christ. It's not one dipped. Every day I am dipped in him. I am dipped in him. I am dipped in him. He's working on me both to will and to do. I will have some taste. I will have some desire still. I will have some flaws still. But I am not quitting church. I am not quitting serving Christ. I fell sometimes. The writer shall fall seven times and seven times shall rise again. I sin sometimes. I go before him for forgiveness. He works on me. And the more he works on me and I submit myself to him. I am not giving excuses. I am not passing blames. I am not saying somebody did it. I am not looking for someone to bear my blame for what I deliberately did. I accepted it myself. I accepted that I did it. I genuinely accepted it. And so healing was working on me. I am not saying I never did it. Or I am not saying that yes, I did it. But because he made me do it, that is why I did it. Oh, no, 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 no. Even though he made me, I accepted that I did it. And in rehab, before you can be rehabilitated from drunkenness or from any habit, you first have to admit there is the I syndrome. So when you admit, then process begins. But when you blame, you cannot be delivered. That is why Adam and Eve were not delivered. Salvation couldn't work for them. But salvation was in Eden, waiting for them. But if Adam would have said, Lord, I have sinned. I admit that I sinned. Forgive me, my Lord. God would have begun with him. 
and would have watched him. If Eve would have admitted, but they never. They had remorse, but not repentance. In remorse, you admit, yes, I did it, but this one made me do it. Adam said, yes, I sinned, but the woman she gave me. Did the woman force you to eat? Remember, God gave you your will. Your will. So it is not your friends that pull you to go and drink. They do not force the drink down your throat. Though they went with you to the new joint, you drank it by your own choice. When you were taking the woman to the room, you know what would happen. Nobody forced you to undress and sleep with her. You did it by your will. So whatever we do, we did it by our will. And so God judges us by our will. And God says that for me to wash you, to cleanse you, to make you whole, surrender your will to me. And your will surrender is believing in Jesus as your Lord and person. So when I believe in him, I surrender my will. He took me and dipped me in the water and began to wash me. In the washing process, I have no mind of my own. I have no decision of my own. I cannot argue and say, I want you to wash me this way. I am at the mercy of the one washing me. If he decides to squeeze me in the washing process, I will say, Ajay, but I am in it. If he decides to be flexible, I will say, thank God, but I am in it. Until he bring me to my perfect state. Unto my perfect state. As what he wants me to be. And this is what he expects me. In my perfect state. To stand before him. On the day of judgment. So when I stand before him. Then I now become like Christ. But I never started like Christ. I progressively. Moved on until I become. So my first state. Was words. My progressive state was getting better. And in my final state, I look pure. So that is where God expects you and I to get to. So we are now in the progressive state. There are some stains still. Some of them are difficult. They don't want to wash away. We call them old nature. And if you don't get hard on them, they have the tendency of resurrecting themselves. And it becomes your old nature. And your old nature can make you do things that if you don't take care, it makes you feel like you are not even a Christian. But yet you have received Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. So Bible says that, give no room to the flesh and the desires of the flesh. Because trust me, if you give room to it, it will rule over you. Because why? There are some tendencies, some little things that have not left yet. And they are craving to push their head. But the only thing that can save you is the consistent dipping in the word. 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 That is why First John chapter 2 was telling us that if we should sin, eh? We should remember that there is a water we need to dip ourselves in again. We dip ourselves. So Paul concluded said that should we continue to sin that grace may abound. The pool of the word of grace of washing us. Are you there with me? That is where grace is making us whole. But if he dipped us in it and it's a washing process and the thing is fading 
and we got another stain. Should we continue to get more stains and become worse than we were? And do you know that you can surrender to him and he dip in the water? If you don't progressive work on you, you will return as worse off and you will lose your crown and lose your salvation. But may the Lord cause us not to lose it. The essence of our salvation is total repentance. And total repentance is dependent upon self-admittance that I did it. No matter what made me do it, I accept it myself. That is why the man on the cross, the thief on the cross with Jesus, one of them could be with Jesus because he admitted that it is not Jesus, but it is him who did it. Do you admit or do you pass blame? Do you admit or you look for people to blame? Do you admit or you want to justify your sin? Eh, yes, I stole. But you know why? There is this and that. No, no, no. There is no justification for sin. The only justification is for grace. And if you can come to him just as you are, he will wash you and make you white as snow. God bless you. Thank you very much for listening. This is a message from ICGC Our Temple, East Lagan. We know you've been blessed by God's Word. For more practical teachings from Reverend Ismaila Awudu, visit us online at www.icgceastlagon.com or email yawatempleicgc at gmail.com. Call us on 0572-260-434 or 0572-260-435. You can also worship with us on Sundays for maximum life service from 9 a.m., Wednesdays for master class service from 6 p.m., and Fridays breakthrough service from 6 p.m. Mm-hmm.